This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Oh, Jack. Oh, what? What? Do you have something to tell me? I did a, I did a thing this weekend. What did you do? Did you make out with a random Aussie guy like we talked about last week? No. Okay. That would have been a good thing. I re-downloaded Hinge. <laughs> you did? Okay. I did. What, what prompted that? Because, you know, I, I was like, you just don't meet people at grocery stores anymore. And I have, like, a crush on one of my patients. And, like, I feel like I can't, like, just ask them out. So maybe if I found him on a dating app, like, he might be on there. Okay. He wasn't. <laughs> how question, how long did you scroll on Hinge? See, that's why I hate dating apps. No, like I like how, I how feel long, like a how dick long, on dating apps. How long apps. did you scroll looking for your client? Well, I didn't, wasn't like specifically looking for the client. I was it was more of like I need let's just see how getting out on like some dates goes. I'm proud of you. Yeah, but online dating sucks. It's like I literally was on there and like matched with a bunch of guys, said hey, even made like the first move. No one fucking talks to you. What do you mean? No one, like they just don't respond? Like no, they just don't respond. Okay. Or you're getting like a bunch of fucking like guys posting like shooting videos and it just says like, like mega hats or like ultra conservative in the bios. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So did you match with any, is that what you, do you match, did you match with anyone on Hinge though? Come on. You had to at least match with. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. But see, this is the thing. Online dating. I'm more like, I have to meet someone in person and I feel like I X out a lot of people based on their profiles because A, they suck or they have like sunglasses on in every freaking photo and you can't see who they are. But I, I think we X a lot of people that, you know, might have more of a connection with in person. Do I need to remind you of what Dr. Fisher told us in our Valentine's Day episode? No, I know. Find a reason to say yes. But OK, honestly, I, I made notes on this. Okay. Why are things like, you know, they give you these props? Facts that surprise or facts that people are surprised by my ability to cook. Oh, I feel like you have to be sarcastic when you answer these. Otherwise, it's weird. No, like this was serious. And I'm like, why are we congratulating men on their ability to cook? No, this is an actual skill. Like, congratulations. You can feed yourself. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Everyone should know how to make themselves food. This should not be an extraordinary habit. That surprises Mm -mm. people about you. No. This is on more than one, like, multiple profiles. Oh, really? 
Multiple. Like, honey, you should be cooking regardless. Like, you can surprise me with some lobster bisque. Like, that's how you can surprise me. But yeah. feed yourself and be able to cook, a like, a solid meal. It's not a, it's yeah. not a talent. No. It's like knowing how to read. It's a life skill. A Google recipe. Like, it's not that hard. <laughs> I don't know, Jack. It's a dark Can it's we a dark place. agree that you will go on at least one hinge date, though? Please. Yes. Okay. We knew that. I will report back. We're holding you accountable episode. on the pod. You said it. Now we're all going to hold you accountable. Yeah. And if any of these losers respond, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. They're not losers. Some of the guys like actually seem intelligent, interesting. Will there be a vibe in person? I kind of, I don't know. Do we have to like vet your, your hinge profile? Go for it. Go for it. Like, Take over my hinge. Set up a date for me. Jimmy Kimmel tried. It didn't work for him either. Would you let me swipe for you? Well, that's a long <laughs> pause. <laughs> you wouldn't let me swipe for you? <gasps> because our, our, our like qualities that we're attracted to, I feel like our appearances that we're attracted to are very different. Okay. Okay. But maybe I just need to trust you and get a different. I need to swipe for you. Okay, fine. You can swipe for me. Done. The next time we're together. Done and done. You can have my hinge. Perfect. For an hour. Yes. Oh my God, I can't wait. I will pay. I will boost my profile too. But hinge is a dark spot, man. That's going to be so. Online dating is a dark world. But do you know it's not dark? Sarah and Portia's energy and their super awesome influencer program that they've created. Oh my god! I lo- loved that little transition. Look at you are so on it today. I, I, for some reason, my brain's working right now, but I still need to be evaluated for ADHD. I think <laughs> I still need to be. Don't include that on your hinge profile. <laughs> waiting to be evaluated. waiting to be evaluated. <laughs> but no, I agree. This was such a great conversation. They open up and talk about their healthcare influencer network, which I think is was a really great conversation, a really amazing business idea to kind of start this conversation about healthcare influencing. It's a niche within a niche, but I love that with their company, it's not about follower counts, right? And I think there's so many, whether you're a nurse, a nursing student, a nurse practitioner, a dentist, a vet, this is a space where people are trying to figure it out. There's no manual on how to be Mm -hmm. a healthcare influencer. So whether you have 10 followers, 10,000 or 10 million. I think that this is a really good episode for people that are interested in starting a side hustle. I'm so excited. Tonight we are recording with Sarah and Portia. You might recognize Sarah. She's in Scrubs from um, a couple of WOMED episodes. And Portia is the right nurse on Instagram. We're so excited. I feel like we've been following you on the WOMED account for a minute. Portia, I'm very excited. Miss Black Alabama, USA. (laughs) Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, super That's excited amazing. about that as well. Have y'all seen her promotional photo shoots yet? They are, I mean, her photos are just amazing. I'm looking at them like, <laughs> uh, wow. Like stunning. like stunning. She's so beautiful. Thank and she's, she's so tall in person too. 
How tall She's are you? She's just a model. Danielle's super five, tall too. I'm only five seven, but I tend oh, but I'm, okay. like I'm very long legs, so it makes yes. me look taller. And I always have on heels as well. So yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm five two, so I know. <laughs> just, just Sarah. Anyone is tall. Yeah, <laughs> I look up to everybody. <laughs> My sweet little thing. <laughs> But I received the best hug, so you do. You just <laughs> like you just like nuzzle right in there. Yeah, I love it. For <laughs> <Hurt> me. <laughs> well, Portia, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself for those in the Womai community that might not be familiar with your awesome self? Oh, thank you. So I'm Portia Waffer. I'm a nurse, I'm actually an LPN. I've been a nurse for eleven years now. I'm have varying um, experiences in nursing. I think that my experience is a little unique for an LPN, but I think that's because um, of some of the skills that I have and I know how to network really, really well. So I've done everything from, of course, long-term care nursing homes. After I left there, I did um, a home health, as a home health nurse, and I actually got put into an administrative role. They created a role for me as a quality insurance nurse with the home health company because I was I was able to keep my patients out of the hospital. And then from there, I went into nursing administration. So I've done everything in the roles that I've done from creating curriculum, educational programs for the facilities that I've been in, developing programs for them, to training all the corporate nurses in their facilities on quality assurance, infection control, staff development. And then in 2018, I started a side hustle because I was tired of working a full-time in PRN job. So I started freelance writing. That's how I came up with the right nurse. Um, freelance writing is something that I like to do. I love to write. Um, I started freelance writing for some nursing platforms and nursing companies. And then in the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, right before the pandemic hit, I turned my freelance writing side hustle into a content marketing agency. And that's what I do full time now, in addition to the Healthcare Influence Network. So I work with nursing and health brands, and we create everything from blog posts to patient education to um, do like some ghost writing, some ebooks, and things like that. So I love what I do. I love nursing. I got to merge my passion from nursing and then my gift of writing and combine it into a skill that pays me. That's amazing. That's a dream. Yeah, it is. It is. I think I think you might be our first LPN on the WOMED too. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> that's typically what I find. <laughs> what I find because a lot of people think that uh, LPNs are like boxed into yeah. boxes and say you can only work in a nursing home, you can only do this, you can only do that. And a lot of the LPNs think the same. Like they think when you get out of school, I can work in a nursing home and that's all I can do is uh, be a med nurse with meds. But I kind of was able to navigate my way just because of like, talking to my bosses and saying, hey, you know, I noticed that we're missing this and I created this plan and here it is. And then they were like, oh, well, can you do that for this? Can you do that for that? And then um, I kind of just worked myself up into nursing administration. And then the facility that I worked at um, I was I came I was a unit manager, then I came to staff development director. So I did all the education for all the nurses, LPNs, RNs, CNAs for the entire facility. Um, we were part of a corporation that had I think 10 nursing homes and we were always number one. And so the next thing I knew, they were like, Well, can you train the rest of the, the rest of the staff <laughs> development nurses? I'm like, sure. That's awesome. Another prime example of how nursing can just lead you into different directions that you didn't even know was possible. I mean, yeah. jobs that you didn't even know existed. Yeah. And now it sounds like you have created a job specifically for you. 
You know, yeah, I think that's what I did. I created a job um, specifically for me and been able to bring other nurses. So all the nurses, all the writers on my team were actually nurses, which is something I was very passionate about because so many nurses like, I want to make more money. But I don't really want another nursing job. And I like what you're doing. Can you teach me what you're doing? And so I've been able to teach a couple of nurses or several nurses, actually, that what we do and been able to get them what I call paid and published pieces. So they're writing these blog articles and they're getting paid. They're not being paid in exposure. They're getting paid in <laughs> cash. And um, and they're getting their name out there as, as a nurse writer. So I'm, I'm super excited to get to work with nurses on that level as well. I love that you made that distinction that they're actually getting paid in cash and not exposure or free gifts or trade. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I really believe that. I mean, you're a nurse, you have the skills, so they should pay you just as they would pay, you know, someone else that is not a nurse. Specifically, if you're writing nursing or healthcare content or if you're working with a nurse in your healthcare brand. Yes. We talk a lot about side hustles on this podcast, actually, because it seems like a lot of nurses have this in common. Danielle started the podcast. I have a, um, a small business as well. Nurses seem to be drawn to these side hustles. And so why do you think that is, both of you? I'm curious, like, have your own personal answers about, you know, what was it specifically? Were you needing that creative outlet? Were you just needing that extra cash? Nurses have so many different reasons for wanting to pursue things outside of healthcare, outside of their exact nursing role, you know? I'll just start, I'll just be blunt. When I became a nurse after that first 90 days, I was like, I'm not going to be doing this forever. Like, I'm not going to, this is not what I'm going to retire doing. Like, I knew this, like, even if, even I, even if I were to go back to school and get the RN and the master's and the doctorate, like, I knew this was not what I was going to be doing for 20 more years. I, I gave myself, I said, maybe 15 more years, but in 20 years, this is not what I'll be doing. And I, I needed a side hustle where I wanted a side hustle, and I did not want another nursing job. Like, I just made it my mind, this is not what I'm going to do. I'm not going to go pick another shift, because if I'm going more money, why am I going to go out and stress myself doing the exact same thing that I'm already doing? Um, and I just, for me, writing is just a gift. I think it's just a gift that I was born with. Um, it's something that I've always been able to do. Even when I was a little girl, I would write poetry. And I, even now I have like half written stories everywhere. And so for me, I was just like, I wonder if I could hate doing this. Like, I wonder if there's a nurse that does this. And I was already doing this for my employers. I just didn't know that I was doing it. I mean, I was already rewriting patient education so that the patients can understand it. I was already creating programs for the other nurses in the department, teaching them and breaking it down in a way that they can understand it. And whenever they needed something written or whenever a boss might, they needed like something where all the nurses could understand, they didn't know how to word it. They, I was like, Portia, how would you say this? How would you word this? So I was already doing it for them. So I'm thinking, okay, you know, give it a shot. I mean, look at it hurt. Good for you. For me, it was, more so the creative outlet but also kind of diving into nursing head first and realizing it wasn't all it's cracked up to be and the rose-colored glasses coming off and realizing that there was a lot wrong with, in our profession and in healthcare mm -hmm. as a whole and then making the decision to kind of publicize my experiences so that nurses could have a voice I mean that's the entire purpose and mission behind my diving into social media and kind of becoming a, a voice for nurses and something that Portia and I talk about all the time is that there is a lack of nurse representation in media as a whole. And, you know, 
only until recently has social media really been kind of flooded with more nurses who have a lot to say. But, you know, for a long time, it was always those physicians that had those big platforms or our correspondents on massive media outlets. And they don't have nurses, you know, disseminating public health information. And that's such a disservice to the public. If they have nurses out there, you know, giving the public the information that they need in regards to their health, it would be so much easier to consume. It would be more accessible, easier to understand. And we are the most trusted profession, right? So why aren't we the face of these, you know, massive campaigns? So I think that's kind of where Portia and I decided, well, Portia created the Healthcare Influencer Network and then it kind of slowly snuck me into it, I guess. Um, we had a campaign with a really awesome health company that really aligned with my own mission and values. And after that, I was like, that was really awesome. And Portia reached out to me a little bit after that um, initial campaign that we worked together on and was like, I trust you. I think you would be a perfect fit for this company that I'm building. And I have this trust for her because I had such a great, great experience. We've talked so much <laughs> just every single time we, we we communicate with one another it turns into hour-long conversations and I felt like it was a great fit and then I was actually pulled away from the bedside after a very uh an injury that I'm still you know grappling with and the opportunity really couldn't have come at a better time because I'm able to you know dedicate my time to this business to this endeavor to this project and this mission that is something that is, you know, it doesn't exist really in the healthcare social media space. And we're able to give opportunities to healthcare workers who are diverse, who are passionate, who have amazing audiences, who need to hear, you know, messaging from the people who care for them through social media. And we've been able to kind of disrupt this space as nurses and as entrepreneurs and now business owners. And it's just, it's been an incredible thing to watch over the last couple of months, both of us kind of growing in our, in our new roles, I guess. And you know, one of my best friends, actually, I kind of explained to her what I was doing. And she was like, Sarah, I don't think I've heard of, I don't think I could ever envision something more perfect for you than what you're doing. I don't understand it, but I feel like there, this is like literally made for you. <laughs> and so it's, it's been an incredible journey. Sarah and I have known each other for a couple of years now at this yeah. point, like three like or four, four, four years. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's been a minute. It's been an honor to kind of like watch you grow and like really find your voice in this space. I feel like from like the first like podcast episode and stuff we did and like our first meeting, it was like, you were, like you said, like brand new to nursing, rose-colored glasses, but you were also taking steps to take care of yourself and trying to not be, like get burnt out. And I feel like I've, like some of the posts I saw you making, I was like, oh my God, where's this voice coming from? Because it, it was, it was very unexpected. And, and I've just loved seeing you kind of emerge in, as this force in, in nursing. and. And challenging the the norms, especially on social media, and not being afraid to, girl, you got more guts than me on, on a lot of this stuff. I'm just like, I don't have the stomach for it anymore. <laughs> just, I'm always 
getting in trouble, but it's good trouble, you know. It's good trouble. <laughs> you 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 challenge me to to try and be more rebellious. So it's it's been a joy watching you grow in this space, and now to see you Thank aligned you. with um with uh with Portia and this new company. Like I love seeing it all the different real. things. <laughs> yeah, I love seeing all the I, different things that nurses are doing outside yeah. of the hospital and trying to like make things better for nursing in general. Let's dive in a little bit more to the healthcare influencer network because I have a lot of questions, as I'm sure a lot of our listeners do, because healthcare influencing is such a like it is a niche of a niche, right? I don't think people even understand that healthcare workers can be content creators, can be influencers. And Sarah, something that you said really stood out to me earlier about nurses using our education to disseminate and relay public health information. This was so important during the pandemic. And I remember a lot of people coming after nurses saying things like, you're not a lot, like this is out of your scope to be sharing this sort of information. This is out of your scope to be encouraging masks or vaccines. And again, it comes back to this public misconception about what we do, what we're trained to do. And it's like, hello, nurse, part of our job is literally to educate patients and disseminate this sort of information. So it's, I, I love this topic of healthcare influencers because it is a niche, but it is so important. And I think the where the future is heading in terms of disseminating this sort of information to the public, right? So tell us a little bit more about that this healthcare influencer network, um, who you're working with and the mission and and everything that everything, everything, everything. My content agency, we work with a lot of like top popular nursing and health brands. And all of 2020, all of my clients asked me, Portia, do you know any nurses who can do pay? campaigns for us. You know, the nurses could do social media campaigns. And I was like, yeah, I know plenty of nurses who are influencers. You know, you know, I don't consider myself an influencer because I really don't take a lot of time with my social media, but I know lots of nurses. I've interviewed them. I've written about them. You know, so I know lots of nurses. And because so many of my clients kept asking me this, I was like, you know what? This is a service that I need to be offering because they're always asking me this. And so um, I was a, I was initially going to just see if there was already a company out there that was doing this that I could just kind of partner with and, you know, give them clients we collaborate with. And I didn't find one that was exclusively for healthcare influencers. And the companies that I found were they did not understand, like, what health, like, they knew what an influencer was. A lot of them were scared to work with health influencers because they didn't know like, the realities. They didn't what you could say they didn't understand like terminology um so one company that we work with they had a lot of influencers but they didn't really understand the terminology and I was always telling them you can't say that like we can't name patients we can't like tell stories that identify patients I had to explain HIPAA to them I had to just explain a lot of health and nursing things to them and so I was like you know what I built this other company by myself I can do this as well um and so we had our first campaign last year in 2020. I worked with Sarah and some other great healthcare influencers. And the campaign was about promoting diversity in nursing. It was about, you know, promoting diversity, getting other people outside the status quo in nursing. And so I reached out to diverse health influencers. I reached out to people like Sarah. I reached out to nurses that represented the LGBTQIA plus community. I reached out to male nurses, black nurses, nurses um, that have disabilities. Um, and so I just reached out to all these nurses, letting them know, hey, you have a platform. Your audience knows what you do. Let's get people who are like you to come into the nursing profession um and then from there other companies just started reaching out we love what you did with this company and you do the same 
And so here I am running a, running a content agency and then trying to run this and I needed help. Um, and so that's how I brought Sarah in. But I was, my thing is, I didn't want to be, and we didn't want to be like an influencer agency. We don't want to like just market scrubs or stethoscopes or shoes. Like for me, I'm passionate about health equity. In addition to being LPN, I also have a bachelor's degree in health administration and my focus and concentration was on health equity. And so I wanted, like, I, I told Sarah, like, this is what we have to do. We have to work with companies that believe in promoting health equity, increasing access to care, and promoting diversity in healthcare professions. And if they don't do that, we're not going to work with those types of companies. And she was like, and I knew that's what she was about. I've been, you know, we've been communicating. I see what she stands for. Um, and so that's what we do. We help healthcare and nursing companies, and not just healthcare and nursing companies. You can be a company that's not a healthcare and nursing company, but you believe in promoting health equity, you believe in promoting increasing access to care to underserved and vulnerable populations. You believe in promoting diversity in health um, in the health professions because we all know when someone that looks like you takes care of you, you get better health outcomes. And the only way we're going to do that is if we get more diverse people in all health professions, not just nursing, but all of them. And so that's that's our mission. We just want to impact and influence healthcare through social media. You want to you know? I always say we are changing the way healthcare content is disseminated across social media because more people are turning to, especially since the pandemic, turning to social media to get you know, answers about their health care. You know, if during the pandemic when people couldn't get out, they couldn't go to their doctor, they were going on, they were Googling or they were going on social media. They were trying to see, I have a cough. Do I have COVID? What are the signs of COVID? And they were going to like nurses platforms and physicians platforms. And I'm thinking if people are already doing this, if we're already as health care professionals doing this type of content, we need to do this on a larger scale and what are these large companies that that believe the same thing and they need to pay us for it. It's been it's been incredible. And I think having that mission behind it is what makes this work because otherwise it's not it's not worth it, you know. Ah, mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Something that we have been able to do is create these storytelling campaigns that are unique. They're, you know, things that people can relate to, that patients can relate to. And through these diverse campaigns, these companies also show that they do care about diverse populations. And it has been such a unique opportunity to be able to work with healthcare influencers who may not be, uh, maybe overlooked by traditional agencies. We have been able to work with people and it's their first campaign. They create excellent content, but they've been overlooked by traditional agencies who are not looking for diverse health influencers. And that's our goal. It's diversifying the healthcare influencer space, making sure that this information is spread by people who look like the people that 
are impacted by health and their communities. And it's this deep connection that they've built already. And it's using their platform to be able to provide them with that health education that just isn't accessible to them or isn't readily available. And we're able to provide that through these storytelling campaigns, through authentic accounts. And it's just a very special niche within a niche, like you said. Um, and it's just been really great work. I am proud of every single campaign we put out. I love watching the the posts go live and like cheerleading behind the scenes via email or text to our influencers. And we're also kind of like teaching them the little tips and tricks through as they go along because many healthcare influencers, this is not their full-time job. Like traditional influencers. These influencers work in healthcare full-time. They are also sometimes in school full-time. And so this is a great opportunity for them to get money to, you know, take a vacation or put towards student loans. And so us being able to provide them with these paid campaigns, making sure that they're paid what they're worth, making sure that we tell them if they need to increase their rates because they might be you know, undervaluing themselves. And it's something that they haven't heard from traditional agencies or from brands and they're being taken advantage of. So it's been an incredible and empowering journey. And we get to support healthcare workers through this. We get to support patients through this and we get to impact healthcare as a whole, it's just, it's amazing. <laughs> and I'm just really blessed to have Portia think of me and to want me to be a part of this incredible thing that she started. It's just, it's been awesome. I think one of the things that I like most, well, one of the things that, two things, we have a influence, we work with an influencer on a campaign that we did. That's wonderful content, but he's a little non-traditional, unconventional. And I actually cried when he posted his stories. It's like, hey guys, I'm about to do some sponsor camp, a sponsor post. This is not something that I usually get to do. And it like, his camp, his content is like beautiful. His content is, it's, it's off the chain. It's amazing. But because he's unconventional, he doesn't look like, you know, he's not cutter. He doesn't look like a lot of brands. He doesn't get the opportunity. And he's a physician. And he doesn't get the opportunity to work with a lot of brands. And then we had another influencer who's a nurse who's in school. I reached out to him. Um, I said, well, what are your rates for doing this? And he said, I don't know what my rate should be. Can you help me? And I said, well, to, I'm going to be transparent with you. The influencers that we work with who are in the same niche as you, have the same follower kind of engagement rate, this is what we're paying them. And he was like, oh, I wasn't going to like underbid myself. Like I wasn't even going to say that. Like you guys are giving me something I never thought I could get. And so, and he was like, okay, so I, I'm going like, to speak to you guys. We're going to roll so the wheels fall off. Because, and that's, that's what made me happy because, they are getting to get paid for content that they've already been creating. And some of these influencers, like Sarah said, they've been overlooked. Maybe they don't have 100,000 followers or 20,000 followers. Maybe they only have 10,000 followers, but the content that they put out is really good content. Or, you know, maybe they don't fit that cookie cutter mold. And we're saying, hey, we're, we tell these brands, hey, you work with diverse influencers. And if you can't work with our diverse influencers, then we can't work with you. I love what, what you said about like, I think people have such a misconception about just because you have a large following does not necessarily translate into like an engaged following or mm -hmm. followers that like the stuff that you're posting. I have like 250,000 followers. I lost over a hundred since COVID started because I was telling people to wear masks, trying to educate not putting up, you know, linking my outfit to my stories. 
And so, like, I lost a lot of engagement because of that because, you know, unless I'm posting about something Bachelor-related, a lot of people don't really care. So if you're someone who has, like, a social media platform who you have people engaging actively in your comment section, sharing your stories, relating to your content, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. You have an engaged audience that wants to interact with you and cares about what you have to say. And what's great is when you build that community and you post sponsored content, that community rallies around you and they want you to do well. They want your campaign to be successful and they're interested in what you're putting out there because it's something that they believe you have backed and that you're a trusted individual to them. You're part of that community. And so I think it's, it's, it's really just as someone who's been in the, in the space for a long time, I think once you build that community and you start to create sponsored content, you want it to be meaningful. You don't want it to, you know, play off on or take advantage of your, your, your following or your community And so creating engaged, storytelling, authentic pieces of content really is something that's different and breaks through the mold and people really appreciate because it means that you're putting time and effort into not selling someone something, but more so letting them know that this could be helpful to them. And I think that's why we kind of focus more on companies that, you know, provide something special or unique or increase equity in healthcare. Like these are all companies that align with our mission and our values. If they don't align with our mission and our values and don't provide value to communities, it's not someone that we want to work with. And so we don't, we don't work with every company that reaches out to us. If we did, I'm sure we'd be a million dollar company already. (laughs) But, but what we do do is focus on those that align with their mission, who want to increase diversity and equity through their messaging, who want to create a community through their messaging. And it's just been such a an amazing thing to see. And it's empowering to watch these companies who have money and who have time to spend, you know, pour into things that are important for the communities that they sell their products to. And it's so much more than that. It's building that relationship, that trust with these with individuals, with human beings. And when it comes to healthcare companies, if you don't have that, you don't have a community that's going to rally around what your service is or what your product is, because there's a disconnect there. You know, it shows that you just don't really care about what your customer base is. And at this point, you have to in order to be successful. You've like pre-vetted all these companies. You know, I think that's just, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, we don't work with, companies unless they align with our mission, our vision. And we believe that there are healthcare influencers who would also align with their vision and their mission. And I think that's really important. It's not just putting things out there just to put it out there. Right. Right. I think also that helps us because a lot of the influencers, Sarah and I both personally know, or one of us know them. And so we know that when we reach out to them, they're tr- kind of trusting that this is a company that aligns with them. And so because we have that kind of personal connection with a lot of these influencers, just because we happen to be nurses as well, then um, I think that helps as well because, you know, we we want to make sure we, we always talk about like today. I mean, we have disagreements. Today we were just talking about influencer and I was just like, I don't think that this person fits with this with this campaign. I don't think this person will go with this campaign. Just look at their content. And so we're, 
you know, we're mission-based, we're passionate. I think that sets us a little bit apart as well. A lot of our influencers say, you know, this is the easiest campaign I've ever done. Like, this is this was so easy to do because we understand that you're working 12-hour shifts and we understand that you might be going to school to further your education and you can't just drop a campaign in two days. Mm-hmm. So we understand. And that. and then get, not get paid for six months. Right, exactly. Because that's what a lot of these companies do. And it's like, no, we need to make sure that they're paid as soon as we can pay them and not put in clauses that that the that they're, you know, they're not going to be paid within like six months to a year of them posting content. It's like, imagine like posting content and then not getting paid for six months you're like I don't even remember doing this <laughs> like yeah it's your and that's work what they're it's valuable and you should get paid like just like we get paid every two weeks or once a month in 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 healthcare working why not get paid when you're able to like not months and months out like this is money that people are using you know to pay off student loans to go on a vacation to help feed their family like we don't take that lightly if that makes sense yeah so what is next for the both of you, for the company? What do you really want to speak into? Last five minutes, go. We are working on something that we know is going to change healthcare. We can't talk about it. Can't get too much tea on it, but it's literally going to change <laughs> healthcare. So I am like, health tech is my thing. I'm super like, I love everything health tech. I think because I've, since I've been in the marketing space, I've worked with marketers and um. I think women, more women need to be in tech, specifically health tech. And so, I mean, this is something that, so we're working on that. But of course, we want to continue to build the company and work with more brands, work with more influencers, have a lot more influencers that, you know, come to us versus going to other influencer marketing agencies. Um, and that's what we have. And then um, also, Sarah has the Don't Clock Out initiative. And so, um, I'm very passionate about that. Even though it's her initiative, I'm very passionate about that as well. And so, we're going to be making sure that um, that we can do some things with the Don't Clock Out initiative. And, and I'm also passionate about um, diversity in nursing. So I'm working on some things to get more diversity in nursing, starting um, with children from middle school and working with them to let them see what it can be. Um, and so that's something that we're, we're both passionate about as well. Yeah, I mean, our goals are very far reaching and we have some really amazing ideas that extend past the healthcare influencer network, but we're proud of what we're doing and building here. Um, it's been like skyrocketing the growth, the, the, the opportunity and just us working together as business women. It's, it's been incredible to watch each other grow and it's, it's been, it's been amazing. And we're excited um, about the Don't Clock Out initiative. There will be more about that very soon. Um, we're building a peer-to-peer support line for nurses and CNAs specifically. And we're also trying to integrate a platform specifically for healthcare workers and their mental health and kind of creating a hub so that people can find resources all in one place. And I'm just really excited about that as well. On top of the Healthcare Influencer Network, it has been we have a lot, we have our, a ton of hats on right now, but they're all good hats to have on, <laughs> but we're excited. Um, we're going to be in Chicago too for um, an event with Connect RN. So it'll be our first appearance together as business partners and as owners of the Healthcare Influencer Network. So pretty exciting to have our first business trip together. <laughs> and it's just like, just shows like what you can do as a nurse. There's just so many options out there and and you're able to use the skills that we obtain, you know, through 
our, our education, but also developing that, working at the bedside, working in outpatient settings. We, we learn communication skills every single day and you can, you know, tailor them to something completely different, something that you might not imagine yourself doing in 10 years, you could be doing. And that's where Portia and I are at. And it's, it's really amazing. (laughs) Well, major congratulations to both of you. Where can we find you? Where can our listeners find you? So you can go to um, healthcareinformationnetwork.com. We do this all the time. Go ahead, Sarah. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. So for the Healthcare Influencer Network, you can go to healthcareinfluencernetwork.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Healthcare Influencer Network. Also on TikTok at Healthcare Influencer Network. We're working on building that, of course. And Portia is the right nurse, written like T-H-E-W-R-I-T-E-N-U-R-S-E. And then I'm She's in Scrubs. Um, as it said, <laughs> um, on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everything that you can imagine, <laughs> I'm everywhere. So find me where, wherever you enjoy the most. <laughs> but yay, Portia, if you want to also plug yourself. Um, yeah, no, they can just find me on the right nurse, W-R-I-T-E, right nurse. So I'm the same on all platforms. I'm on Instagram mostly and Twitter. Haven't really grasped TikTok yet. I haven't really converted <laughs> over there yet, but I'm hopefully soon. Sarah's trying to teach me, so hopefully soon. Yeah. Jack's my it's TikTok a, queen. It's a <laughs> We're learning. Place. We're learning very slowly, too. It's hard. Y'all, there's so much more to the world of nursing than I think we give ourselves credit for. I completely agree. Nurses are great communicators. We're creative. We are ta- we are so talented in many, many different facets. And I think no matter what your passions are in life, whether that is travel or writing like Portia or drawing like me or reaching the masses through an amazing, incredible podcast like you felt called to do one day. There are so many different side hustles. And if you don't really see a market for your side hustle yet, you can probably make one. one. (laughs) Yeah. Like Portia did. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I think so many people will, will hopefully find some inspiration in that. If you're feeling the need for a little creative outlet, maybe you're just looking for a little bit of that cash money. I think that, you know, if you're thinking about doing a side hustle, maybe this was your sign to do it. Well, it's late. I made a pizza. You made a pizza. I'm hungry. I ordered a pizza, but God, we are so in sync. This reminds me that you better follow through on your hinge date. Hopefully they can make you a pizza one day. <laughs> make, make me a pizza. Wink, wink. Is that a dirty? Is I that don't dirty? Know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Okay. Now I'm, I'm, I'm scared for you to go on a hinge date. <laughs> uh, you're scared. I'm scared. Okay. Now, before Danielle says something else that's going to embarrass her. <laughs> we, we, get, we just got to stop, y'all. Till next week. WOMED out. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. 
Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. 